Hello, and welcome back to the Rogue Progress Show. This week, we will be discussing passion, passion and purpose. We're super excited to be talking about it this week, Um, but let's get started with just check up on what happened this week. Austin, what happened this week? Hey, what's going on, man? Doing good? Totally. Good, good. We have been super busy this week. Uh, This past weekend, we've been getting ready for all the fun back-to-school stuff with my oldest and uh, going, doing all the clothes, shopping, all that fun stuff, and then keeping my youngest one, my eight-month-old, out of trouble. He's been crawling everywhere (laughs) and getting into absolutely everything. (laughs) So yeah, that's been fun. Uh, Been reading uh, a book lately, and it's actually a really popular one, and I'm surprised I haven't read it myself yet. But it's called How to Win Friends and Influence People, Dale Carnegie. A lot of people have probably heard of it. But it's really good. Get some good insight into um, emotional intelligence, how to deal with people. It's a little bit more psychology-oriented, I would say, on the psychology of dealing with people and getting kind of the outcomes you want out of relationships with people. Not in a bad way, not manipulating people, but um, how to be genuine with people, I guess, is a good way to say it. So, yeah, uh, I'm really... enjoying it and maybe in the future we'll talk a little bit more about it but yeah um that's what i've been up to how about you man that sounds good yeah it's exciting that your um your oldest is going off to kindergarten which is a huge big (laughs) step that's awesome can't believe it's already here (laughs) (laughs) right um for me um i also have been reading a book called accidental creative uh it's super amazing very insightful about the creative process um talks about just how the creative process works far different than a lot of management style or old business style. And so it's trying to adapt those and, you know, help creatives be able to function in such a um, old ideal system. Um, And then this week he talked about, not this week, but the chapter I'm in right now, he was talking about trying to avoid creating bad habits based off of one-time experiences. Um, So often we'll be like, oh, never going to do that again. Or, oh, I need to be this this, um, many minutes early because I had one bad experience, and then you're wasting some of that time. So he just went went into that, and I thought that was very interesting, not something I've thought about uh, very much before. Um, so I thought that was really cool. And then the second thing that happened this week, I actually finished a social media course um, off of a website that you know provides courses and stuff like that. So that was fun. Um, hopefully, just kind of refreshing my skills on social media to help with uh, the rogue progress and um, be able to communicate with you all better. Uh, so yeah, super excited about finishing all that up. And um, yeah, super excited about what we'll be talking about today. That's cool. That's cool. Was that like social media marketing or what, what exactly was that all about? Yeah, it, it was social media marketing. Um, it dove into both content marketing and um, the individual different platforms um, and the demographics of each platform. It was a very good um, overview. It, it didn't dive in too deep, but it, it did cover the bases fairly well. So I, th- I thought it was really good and it was awesome. A lot of fun. Yeah, that's cool. I know you're uh, super into that, so (laughs) that's cool. (laughs) All right, so let's get into it. Um, So as Daniel said, this week we're talking about um, passion and purpose, two very important topics, but both polarizing in ways. 
So uh, let's just start off with the basics. Um, what is passion? What is purpose? So if you were to look up in the dictionary, you know, just the, the, the book answer for passion, um, pretty simple, strong and barely controllable emotion. So passion is um, getting those emotions involved. Um, purpose is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. And remember, these are just the book answers. This isn't the deep philosophical, philosophical meanings of each. Mm-hmm. So, um, so a little deeper, what's practical definitions? What are, like, what do those look like? Uh, what does passion look like, Daniel? What do you think? So like, it, like kind of like you said, you know, um, a passion, I think most of us have had passions where uh, they sprang up out of nowhere and you, it consumes you. Um, and you can tell that it's a very emotional thing. So um, I know that I got super into trying to figure out how to um, ride a unicycle and was <laughs> literally obsessed with it. That's um, awesome. And I actually never figured out how to do it, but I, you know, it consumed me. I got, you know, so focused on that kind of thing. But yeah, I feel like a passion in a practical sense is just something that you, you find that just consumes you. um, And we'll discuss more how that, where that can lead, but something that consumes you for a a time, usually just for a time, um, and just it's it's basically the only thing you can think about for a certain amount of time. Yeah, definitely like a deep emotional kind of attachment to that topic or thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think sometimes passions can last for a long time. I mean, I agree. There's a lot of passions that a lot of times you'll just get started with. And after a short amount of time, the passion dies off. But the, yeah, the, I mean, there are some passions that can last for years and years. And, you know, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that. But, you know, I've seen both, I guess I would say. Um so purpose, I mean, what does purpose look like? Uh, purpose, I feel like, is much deeper. And purpose is often not what younger um, younger people are looking at. Um, it's something that probably is something that's found along the journey of life. And you find, you know, a purpose. People are always saying, find your purpose, stuff like that. But mm-hmm. it is a much deeper thing. You've often figured out you know, what motivates you, um, what interests you. And you, it's, it's almost a compilation of a lot of things and it's much more sustainable. Um, and usually you're going to feel a lot better about it. It's less, I would say it's, it can be also less risky because it's, um, more stable, I guess is another word for it. I know you had a good example about, uh, a purpose. How about you tell us about that? Yeah. So like in my mind, um, like par- purpose versus like a passion, um, like a purposeful, um, for example, like a purposeful car salesman, um, you can have someone that's really passionate about cars and just go get a job as a car salesman just cause they like cars. That doesn't mean they're going to be a good car salesman. Um, a passion will normally consume, uh, what they like, like what, what they're, it will feed into more of what they enjoy. So they're just going to feed their, their enjoyment of that thing. A purpose is going to um, encompass all aspects of them achieving that purpose. So for a car salesman, um, maybe his purpose is going to be providing the absolute best service to his customers, um, make sure that they have the absolute highest customer-oriented experiences, helping them choose the absolute best car for that person, and of course, along with that, he understands he should be paid a fair commission. Um, but that the just getting the cash 
from from these people isn't the purpose of his job. It's serving the people um, and providing that best, that highest customer-oriented experience. And, of course, I mean, getting paid is, is a purpose as well. That's always important. Um, you got to put food on the table. But um, having an actual purpose in your work and serving that purpose is uh, much more all-encompassing than, I guess, a passion would be. Yeah. Okay, so then that leads us to... Uh you know, another idea of what, what is the difference between, you know, a passion and something you enjoy? How, how can you tell the difference between those two? So like, I think a passion is something you hold like a really deep emotional attachment to, and sometimes can even reach like that obsessive level. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and enjoyment, I mean, doesn't reach that level. You know, people enjoy eating dessert you know, there's things people like, people like nice cars. Some people can be passionate about cars. Uh, I'm not, but there's, there's definitely that, um, obvious difference. I mean, I think people know when they have a passion for something versus yeah. something they just enjoy. So, yeah, I would agree with that. So what are the benefits of following a passion? There are really good aspects of both passion and purpose, but I think some of the big there, – there are a lot of benefits of following a passion. Um, passion can be a really absolutely incredible motivator. Cause people to go to great steps to get deeper into their passions, which, I mean, it can be dangerous sometimes, but we'll touch on that later. But some people would say it's really fulfilling to follow their passions and feed into that enjoyment of what they do. And it can be a really good uh, intrinsic motivator to actually uh, follow that passion. Um, it, it, passion can be kind of that spark that starts you into totally immersing yourself into a craft or or a goal or topic. Um, But I mean, passion honestly can only take you so far and we'll talk about what purpose can do later, but um, yeah. And and also, you know, passions can ultimately lead you to a purpose. Uh, They can Mm -hmm. be like, like you said, they can be good sparks um, to get um, actual action um, going. They can, um, get you immersed, like you said, into a goal and a craft that can then lead you to an actual purpose. Um, they are a really good kindling. If you know, like terms like that, they really help start a fire, start going, but often they will fizzle, um, and they'll just burn out if they don't, if they're not treated correctly and fueled, um, to then reach a really sustainable fire, um, hopefully purpose. Um, so, okay. So I know we, we kind of talked about like the, the benefits. So, um, I know you kind of touched on that they, that passions can be risky. What are some ways that you've, you, you can see that a passion can be risky or can hurt you? So, I mean, as we said, passions are really, can really get that, that fire started, can get you moving. It's, it's really good at that, getting you started. Um, but when you hit that slump, Passion is not going to take you through the harder times because if you're passionate about something and you're not getting that enjoyment out of that, that craft or, or goal that you're, you're trying to reach, then you're, there's no reason for you to do it anymore if, you're, if it's not feeding into your passion. So yeah. having a purpose that's going to push you through that is really what, what's the most important thing in trying to reach an overarching goal. Passion can turn into sometimes a harmful obsession and lead to no really purposeful accomplishments other than just feeding your passions more. Um, and kind of like we said, it is a fire, but it will burn out if you don't keep it going with, with purpose, um, 
to take you to that that ultimate goal. Um, yeah, and I mean, pa- passion is a dangerous thing. Um, passions can change over time too. A lot of people will get passion really passionate about something for like a few months, and they can it can totally fizzle out after after that small small amount of time. Um, I mean, passions aren't really bad, um, and I'm not really against it, but following your passion uh, will not take you near as far in life as following that why will, following yeah. that purpose. Um, so, I mean, there are a lot of things that passion can do to inhibit ultimate growth and, perp- and achieving that purpose. Yeah, so it kind of seems like it's a great resource but needs strong harnessing and, and boundaries to yeah, actually that's... be able to get the most out of it. Because, um, you know, passions can be very distracting um, and sometimes can be a waste of time. Um, I know probably a lot of you, I know Austin and I, we've had passions that flare up when we're trying to focus on something and it distracts us from what we probably should have been investing more of our time on. Um, and it, it ends up being a waste of time, even could be a waste of money. Um, I mean, often there is learning involved in that, which is, um, you can't really put a price tag on, but it can be something that, that will be a detriment to you. Um, and I, so I think, I think thinking of a passion, like at, as a resource or as a fire, as a spark is a really good way because it needs to be harnessed. Um, there needs to be special, you know, boundaries or something put in place to keep that fire going but to also not just, you know, uh, let it go and then it will dissolve really quickly. So I think putting it in some sort of um, framework will really help get the most out of a passion because a passion, like we said, is very powerful. It's a great motivator. It gets things started. But yeah, um, left unchecked can be very dangerous, like Austin was saying. Yeah, you you said something earlier and... um... I, I kind of reminded me, I feel like young adults nowadays are really good at the passion part of it. Oh yeah. Like it's, it's really easy to get started, get that emotional attachment to something, but it's so easy to lose that focus and get distracted by all these other things. Yeah. And, um, and honestly that takes discipline and that's not something that comes easily or quickly. Discipline is a learned skill. And without that, it's so hard to lose focus, especially nowadays with just so much going on around us with technology and technology is great, but just there, there's just nowadays, there's just so much, uh, so many different things going on that losing focus is so easy. It's, it's a challenge to actually keep focus on what you're doing and not, not just in the momentary sense, like what am I doing right now? Looking at my phone or, or working on what I need to, but in the longer term sense too, in the months or years time frame too, where if you were to keep focus for just say a couple years on something, you could have grown that whatever that thing was that you were working on much more if you weren't to have lose lost focus uh, halfway through and started working on something else. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's something that people I think people are starting to realize it and get better at it. But I feel like Mainly it's because, I think probably because young adults, it's just biological for them to be more passionate, have more emotions when you're, you know, when you're a teenager and growing into adulthood, that's just natural. But um, as they grow older, people, I think, start to um, realize that they need that discipline and 
and actually focus on focusing, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and and sometimes when you look back over a few years and you just see a ton of started projects, but no real finished projects, that can be that wake up call or that thing that, I mean, it gets, gets on you and wears on you because you're like, oh, why can't I ever finish what I start? And that's a good time to actually, and I think, I think this is probably a good time to talk about um, some of the, the questions that you can ask yourself to, um, to kind of be able to start framing around that passion um, and kind of figure out, okay, what's, what's deeper than this passion that I can be seeking, but you still use that passion. So uh, a few questions that we thought would be a good way to start and, you know, start the discussion with yourself and really try to um, look past this initial passion and then see how you can harness it is uh, the first question is, what do I enjoy doing? I think that's a really good way because, uh, you know, passions and interests are, are great ways to start because you don't want to hate what you do. So start, find, okay, what do I enjoy doing? Um, second, what have I done in the past? So sometimes you're finding a purpose will take, you know, um, looking at what you have done. Did I like doing this? Do I have, uh, the credentials to do this? You know, that kind of thing. Um, and then the second, the third question is, what am I qualified to do? Um, so if you have like certifications, you have the education, that's a big thing. And that's something we'll probably be talking about a lot in the future, um, is education and the options for that. Um, and then the, the fourth question is what motivates me? That's going to be huge. Um, cause people are motivated by all kinds of different time, uh, things. I'm motivated greatly by time. Um, like being able to work a lot and then have time off, stuff like that. So time is a huge motivator for me, but other people being successful, recognition, money, there's all kinds of different things and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just different. Um, And then the last thing um, to think about is if money or resources weren't an obstacle, what would you love to do? And even though that that question alone shouldn't be used, um, it, it does help you think outside the box. And then from there, you can start thinking about, oh, how could I shape this into it? And so, so these questions are really good at, um, you, you, you feel a passion coming <laughs> and I know, you know, when that feels like it, you feel a passion coming, you look at this uh, list and kind of say, okay, how could I possibly shape this passion into an awesome burning fire? So yeah, I think, I think that was a really good point that you, you know, brought up about the young people, because I think if they ask the right questions of themselves, they can save themselves time, they can save themselves money and frustration. So yeah, awesome, awesome part. Cool. I just wanted to add on to that last one. Uh, You said if money or resources weren't an obstacle, what would I love to do? And I I definitely agree. Money, it, it can be an obstacle. But if you are to set your mind on something and you have an answer to that, there are so many creative ways you can get around that first part if that if money were an obstacle. Yeah. There there's and I'm not just talking about just going into debt either. There's there's just there's so <laughs> many creative <laughs> ways to um do what you love to do, even if it seems like an obstacle. And maybe that'll be something we talk about in the future. Um but there's you can find answers to that all over the place. Yeah. Um that if you want to set your mind on something and you have something that you would love to do. Uh, and money does seem like an obstacle, there is a way around it. There are creative ways to get around the 
um, money obstacle, which seems like the biggest obstacle for many people. But um, many times it's not as hard as it as it seems. So, yeah. And and, and, and one thing, if you if you um, have an idea um, and you are stuck at that obstacle of money, feel free to reach out to us. We would love to brainstorm with you and, you know, even possibly give you some ideas. That's I just thought that would be a really cool uh, thing if one of you guys had some other, you know, had a question and got stuck on that part. We love brainstorming that kind of thing and um, talking about different resources that are available that we know of that could possibly help you with that. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Um, I like that. (laughs) All right. So do you have any stories about how following a passion has either helped or hurt you? And, you know, was it worth it? Or, I mean, how did that play out? Yeah. Um, So I have uh, a pretty long um, journey on my path to you know, figuring out entrepreneurship and, and marketing was where I needed to be and my purpose for the most part. Um, and it, it did seem like a lot of passions, little spurts. Um, and so in my story was actually a story of passions helped me, but kind of in a long run kind of way. So I went from um, thinking I was going to be a creative writer and I was just going to be an author. Then I thought I was going to be a public speaker. Um, then I thought I was going to get into video and radio. Um, and then I finally found, uh, and these were all things I went you know crazy for, I had passions for, and you know thought sought out. And then I found marketing, which I found encompassed so many of those passions. Um, and it just felt like a real fit when I finally you know, found that that was something that encompassed all those. So those passions actually helped um, provide me skills and um, experience in all those different little places. And then when I once I found marketing was a good, you know, hub for all of those things, it really helped solidify um, that feeling for it. So in, in that story, I know I have a lot of other stories where passions were just frustrating, like my unicycle <laughs> story. <laughs> but <laughs> for the most part, in that long run, yeah, passions actually did help me um, over many, many years figure out what I really wanted and should be doing. That's cool. Yeah, dude, you need to teach me how to unicycle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I want to learn. <laughs> um, but how about you? Yeah, so again, kind of like you, I've had so many different passions that I've started following, but then kind of fizzled out on that, like, it's too too many to even list right now. Yeah. So purpose can actually lead you to passion. Um, and for me, uh, the purpose to provide for my family actually led me to a, job, a stable job. And um, I, I work in the power industry. And honestly, getting into that to start out with was not my intention and was not my passion at all. It was a good job that I knew a little bit about and tried to get into to, you know, give my family a a good, good life and provide for them. But oddly enough, putting yourself in the right mindset, um, it actually led me to be able to become passionate about my job. So starting out with a purpose actually led me to the passion of Hmm. being interested in what I do in, uh, as weird as it sounds, in the power business and actually be passionate about my work. And now that doesn't mean it's the absolute perfect fit. Um, 
but it does mean that I have a purpose that goes along with my job and I have a passion for it. And so to me, that's important. And meeting those two needs are um, kind of what's the most important part of, of working. Um, and most of the time that purpose being providing for your family. Yeah. Um, but also having kind of um, adding on to that, having kind of an extra purpose in the actual work that you do is even stronger purpose in what you do. Having kind of a other than just providing for your family, providing for yourself, um, having that kind of extracurricular purpose in what you're doing um, in your work and providing for people or helping people um, and having that overarching goal um, to achieve uh, something or to help someone or assist or teach someone something can actually strengthen that purpose that or that passion so much more and it strengthen what you do for a living yeah um and, and that actual drive for what you do um but anyway so my mine's kind of kind of different um i actually had a purpose and it led to a passion so i think i think that's awesome because you know people can that's a, i feel like it was a great way to, for people to start um is you you saw okay this is something i need to do no matter what and then from there worked out and and actually developed a passion. That's that's excellent. I, I love that. Um, and I love how the two stories can be opposite but still work. And it's just a matter of how you handle a situation and the, your mindset. I think you hit it on the nail on the head. Is it it's all about you know having a right mindset um, and going into a situation you know with a with the, the right mindset. I think that's right. excellent. Yeah. Um, just real quick. I think, uh, I was just going to mention, I, I had, hadn't mentioned it before, but I, I really truly believe that passion can be learned and equally it can be unlearned. Um, so that is why I take the stance that passion is not as important as purpose is well, because you can, you can learn to enjoy something if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Well, okay. Um, I, I think, I think a perfect example of this is the concept of love. Um, when you, yeah, like love is a choice, um, and love is also a feeling, um, you know, or that, that has that romantic feeling. So both of us are married. So we understand that, that you don't always feel love, um, but you have to choose love. And so I think that's kind of the difference between purpose and passion, um, you know, is one can be more of a choice without a feeling attached to it. That that feeling can come and go, just like a passion can come and go. But that purpose should always, you know, remain and should be a lot more stable than you know passion. So I think I think love is a really good way to kind of look at it because we all know love can fluctuate too. But love should also also stay very um, steady as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, w- another important point is that um, defining a purpose is actually really hard. It's much harder. Being passionate about something isn't hard. You can just naturally become passionate. But defining a purpose for yourself um, can actually be really difficult. And um, it takes a lot of um, self-awareness and actually knowing yourself Mm -hmm. and your strengths, weaknesses, and your desires and um, what you want to achieve to be able to clarify that purpose. And, um, I mean, a part of that is knowing um, if you want to incorporate it with a passion – um, knowing yourself and how far you're going to go with that passion and if you're going to even become obsessive about it. Um, 
Yeah. Because sometimes you can go overboard with certain things and your passion can, can kind of cloud that judgment for that overarching purpose. So purpose and passion could definitely go hand in hand. Um, mm-hmm. and they can kind of fuel each other in a really, really cool way, but you have to be really careful to kind of keep that balance or one's going to kind of take over the other and, in 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 a larger, um, picture of things, passion can oftentimes take, take over the purpose and kind of veer you off course of maybe what that ultimate purpose was. Yeah. Um, so it's important to kind of keep each of those in check and, yeah. and where you're going. Okay. So Austin, the million dollar question for this week, <laughs> do you think that following your passions is the best option for reaching your purpose? I think I know your answer, yeah. but tell me. Is, is this is this a yes, no? Just yes or no? Uh, it's a yes, no plus explanation. Plus okay. Yeah. So do I think following my pat following passions is the best option for reaching purpose? So simple answer, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yeah, you got to probably figure that out. Um, with caveat that it's really good to be able to be passionate about what your purpose is. So passion can really get you motivated and get you driven to totally just crush it and just go for that purpose and yeah. move through it um, in a way that you may not have been able to if it was just set a goal, you know, write down a goal and then just try to accomplish it. Um, but there will be times when you're not passionate about that purpose yep. when things get hard. So that's why I say no. How yep. about you? I would have to agree. I think um, especially unharnessed passions will is not the best way to get to purpose. I think that harnessed passions plus, you know, um, like talking about those questions that we, we um, gave you are, can be a really good way to get to purpose, but I would say no. My answer is no. Passions, just straight passions, are not a, the best way to get to purpose. Um, so yeah, so I guess, um, recapping, uh, what we talked about this podcast, uh, this week, uh, which we want to do every week just to give you some takeaways that you can go through the next week with, um, is that passions can lead to purpose, but they can be distracting and often exhausting. Um, so you know, don't always just um, head straight first into a passion without any kind of um, guidance. You know, don't do that. <laughs> um, and uh, purpose should be the ultimate goal. Um, you know, like Austin said before, some people find a lot of pleasure in passions, and that's it's an emotional um, adventure. And so, yes, there will be a lot of uh, pleasure in just seeking passions, but often that will leave you um, lacking. And once that that passion wears off, you're going to want more. Um, and it and it's a it's usually and it's almost always a better choice to pick something that's sustainable that takes hard work to achieve and that will be lasting versus just chasing passions. Um, and then I'll just touch over those questions that we um, talked about before. Yeah, uh, just definitely. So you- Th- those were really good. I liked how uh, each one of those can walk people through a process of trying to figure out what, ha- where to aim their purposes. So, yeah, let's go over those. Uh, so number one, again, is 
what do I enjoy doing? Uh, two is what have I done in the past? Three is what am I qualified to do? And four is what motivates me? And five, if money or resources weren't an obstacle, so this is your chance to think outside the box, what would I love to do? So that's, that's basically what we wanted to leave you with this week. So, Austin? Awesome. Um, yeah, that, that's all we got for this week. Um, I just wanted to add real quick, um, to kind of go along with this topic, I've gone through a really good book. It's called Find Your Calling, and calling is just another word for purpose. And it's by Dale Partridge, who is the owner and operator of Startup Camp. He has some really good ideas. He, a, a big part of his, um, his message is being able to help people start businesses while also being able to start a business that's purposeful and that, that, that appeals to their calling, but also be able to do it in a way that balances their family life. Cause that's really important. You, you yeah. don't want to be um, doing that, starting up a business and, and there are seasons in life, you know, you're going to be busy at times, but being able to keep that in the back of your mind that what am I doing this for? And, am I doing this for my family or for whatever that overarching purpose is? So it's a good book. Um, there's actually a his and hers version. Um, it's basically just a 21 day guide and it kind of goes through a few different questions and a few different exercises on finding, you know, kind of actually what Daniel went over some of those questions, simple questions. What do I like? What do I feel for? And there's just some really good exercise in there. So I I won't go over it too much, but it's, it's a good place to start if you're trying to figure out what your purpose or calling is. Um, So that's it. That's all we have for today. You can tell us what you think of this show uh, on the uh, Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram, or uh, check us out on the website, rogueprogress.com. And that is it for today. We will see you next time.